Yo, what up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the House of J. This is your host with the most Trey Dismute, man. And I just want to start off by saying I'm so grateful, man, from the feedback from the last segment that everybody got a chance to listen to, not only on the Anchor platform, but on the different platforms that it popped up on. Um, I'm on iTunes, y'all. So go ahead and check me out on there as I continue to impart this wisdom and to instill these things inside of you guys, man. I'm I'm so excited to be able to share these things with you, to be able to grow and to be able to have this hunger and this thirst, man, that is like no other when I'm when I'm actually in the purpose that I was created for, to be able to just inspire, man. And um I as as I do this segment, I'm just want to go back to the last segment, excellent leadership. Um, like I said, I got some pretty good feedback on it, which I was really excited about. And um, like I also um, brought it across, this is going to be part two of excellent leadership. And more than likely, we will have a part three. So I'm, I'm very excited, man. I got a lot of content, a lot of things I want to share with you. So Guys, make sure you're listening and make sure you're staying in tune. And and before we take a quick break, I just wanted to share a quick quote from um, Ogmandino. And it says, welcome every morning with a smile. Look on the new day as another special gift from your creator. Another golden opportunity to complete what you were unable to finish yesterday. Be a self-starter. Let your first hour set the theme of success and positive action that is certain to echo through your entire day today will never happen again so don't waste it with the false start or no start at all because you were not born to fail and i wanted to share that with you and let it empower you and just really get inside of you guys as we take this break, I want you to re- let that resonate, guys, and I will be right back. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned. Yo, yo, what up, what up? Welcome back, everybody, to the House of J. It's your host with the most, Trey Dismute. And we are back, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sticking with me. And I just want to honestly just jump into it today, man, because this is some really exciting stuff. And I just want to just go over everything I want to discuss, because like I told you, this is excellent leadership part two and if you had not heard number one please 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 go back and take a listen um and send me the feedback for those who have listened i thank you so much i did receive the feedback and i'm so grateful for all the messages and and voice uh voice messages that i did receive about the content and about 
everything that you received from it. And I'm so glad that there were um, so many of you who actually learned something from it, man, because that is the whole purpose of everything is to learn and grow and to become a better version of yourself each and every day, man. Now, today, right? Let me let me just start off by saying this. So yesterday I was I was with my wife. This is how I got the content for it. I was with my wife and I knew I was going to talk about leadership, but I'm like, man, you know, I was I had written down all this stuff and I was I was doing a lot of reading and I downloaded this this theme on my phone. And this theme, right, is I'll describe the image for you. This theme, the background is, is Jesus, right? And he's holding like a staff or, or something like that. And he's standing on a cloud and there's a dove flying above him. But what Jesus is staring at, he's staring at a cross that is, it's directly across from him, but it's on another cloud. It's on a separate cloud and it's a cross on the cloud and he's staring at that cloud. And the whole background is a light blue, like, you know, they're in the sky and it just looks majestic and heavenly. And I downloaded it because I'm like, man, this is dope. I like this. I like this theme because, you know, it changes everything to the whole phone. But what I got from it and what I was looking at it and I was like, I said, one of let me let me look at Jesus. He was one of the greatest leaders of our time for for people who aren't even spiritual, for people who want to go from the historic aspect of it. Right. Jesus has been documented as being as being one of the most influential leaders of all time. Even people who say that they don't believe in Jesus or don't believe in God recognize the fact that Jesus was in existence there has been historical evidence and that his name right after all these years his name has went has gone nowhere nobody can get rid of the name of Jesus and I was looking I said wow so what what was it that was so influential about Jesus and his leadership what was it that made him stand out above the rest and one of the key things, man, one of the key things I could think of, because I've read about Jesus, I've, 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 I've read through the Bible, I've, I've read his parables, I've read about the Beatitudes, I've read his teachings, and the, the one thing I've concluded, right, there, there are many things, but the one thing I've concluded that a lot of leaders lack is love, and love is the one of the quintessential keys and and just ingredients to the recipe of becoming an effective and positive leader that people actually want to implement your behavior and to to imitate it and it's love that draws people it's true love that leads people to a place where no other leader can take them so i had to ask the question right am i loving the people that I lead. And as a leader, I want you to ask yourself the same question. Are you loving the people that you're leading? And if you're not, it could be the disconnect of why you're not being as effective as you intend on being as a leader. And what I did was I I started reading right now. And, and, and I, 
I had to pray about it. I had to be like, man, and I was reading all these things about love and where it brought me to. If you if you ever read in in first Corinthians uh, chapter 12. Right. So Paul, Paul is writing about spiritual gifts. He's writing about leadership and the importance of embracing your gifting. Right. And then if you skip over to chapter 14, first Corinthians, then Paul continues you know, this line of reasoning as he talks about leaders sounding, you know, a clear call. But go between in the middle of chapter 12 and chapter 14, right, right there in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is commonly known as the love chapter, right? And if you have ever attended like a Christian wedding ceremony, I've only been to one. I've been to a few weddings, but I've only been to one Christian ceremony. But you'll most likely, and and I've seen them on TV, so (laughs) that's how I know um, that this happens quite often, but you'll most likely have heard a verse or two quoted from this chapter. So for years, right, the placement of 1 Corinthians 13, it it puzzled me because I've I've read through 1 Corinthians of Paul's teaching and, and, and the letter he wrote to the church, but yesterday it, it hit me, right? Like, like when I say it hit me, like a straight, just brick in the face hit me. And, and it was only after I thought about what, what was the disconnect between the leadership and being an effective leader. And it was love. And first Corinthians 13 is a chapter on how to lead, not how to be a great spouse, even though we hear it in weddings, but it's about how to lead and leaders cannot effectively lead people that we do not love. If we applied Right. First Corinthians 13 to our leadership. Would it describe how we treat the people God placed under our authority? I mean, let's be honest. And and what and what I want to do is I, I want you to really listen and hone into what I'm about to tell you, because I want to go down um, a list of what Corinthians 13 talks about. And and then I want you to consider what love is. Right. So number one, it says love is patient, right? Now, ask yourself this, and I want you to ask yourself every 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 subject or or let me just say ingredient of love that I talk about. I want to ask you a question behind it because this is how I had to evaluate myself and my own leadership. And I said, okay, number one, love is patient. So I had to ask myself, am I giving others the same room to make mistakes as I would want them to give me. And a lot of a lot of problems that we have as leaders, especially if we've had the experience and we've gone through the things, is we forget where we came from. We forget that at one point we were in the place that these people are at, that we're so impatient with and we want to judge so quickly and jump ahead of. We have to have patience in our love. Right. And the second one is love is kind. That's what it says. Love is patient. Love is kind. And I had to ask myself, do the people I lead actually like being around me? And you have to be honest, not. Well, yeah, I mean, because because you like being around you. No, be honest. Do the people that you lead actually like being around you? And if you want to know the answer to this question, just ask yourself how much they ask to hang out with you outside of work. Like, be honest. And, and, and even though you may have all these reasons and different excuses of why they may not ask you that, 
Just consider the fact that people are people and people are going to be drawn to people who they like being around. They're going to want to be around them more often because that means that you have something to offer them that they're not getting somewhere else. And as an excellent leader, that will be clear. Right. So then you, you move down and love always protects. Right. So. And, and I'm just going to talk about it from a work aspect. So do I always have my staff's back? Right. Because it's discouraging to work for somebody who demands loyalty, but will not extend it the same way that they demand it to themselves. They won't even extend it to their staff or to the people that are on their team or, or, or operating for them or working on their side. And this could be one of the this could be one of the most dangerous things as a leader and risky things as a leader to not have the same loyalty that you demand out of your staff. And I want you to think about it and really think about what you're doing, the conversations you're having with them and the disconnects that you're having with each one of your employees or each one of the people that you are leading. Right. And we're going to move on to love always trusts. And I had to ask myself here. Do I believe the people who lead their assigned areas, right, can make day to day decisions without my input? And the reason I ask this is because the place that I work in, I had to think about it in in a way of. Is everybody as dependable as we would like them to be or or are we assuming they aren't because we're having trust issues with the people that we're working with. And what I mean by that is, why do you feel that I had to ask myself, why do you feel like you have to do everything? Why do you feel like it won't get done right unless you do it? And as leaders, a lot of times that's our biggest issue because a lack of trust And the only way to be successful and effective as a leader is being able to get in a place where we can trust our teams, trust our leaders, trust. And that's not just in a job, even though I'm talking about it in a job aspect that I'm talking about it in a job environment. It also applies in your family. It also applies with your friends. It also applies in your church and and wherever leadership is applied. Trust has to be established between the leader and the people who are being led by the leader. Right. And then I I moved down and I was like, okay, love always hopes. Right. So then I said, love always hopes. And I had to think about the life of Jesus and the way that. He actually applied his leadership with his disciples and with the people around him. And I had to ask myself, do I always automatically assume the worst or the best about people? And because it's a it it, it is amazing what can happen when the leader believes in the people that he leads. Like when the when the leader actually gets to a place where he believes that whatever 
whatever assignment or task that he has set for people when he believes that they can actually accomplish the task no matter what they have shown them in the past that right now he says I have the confidence and belief in you that you will be able to accomplish this that it instills a new confidence in the people that you're leading it instills a new confidence in the people under your leadership that are dependent on you to guide them to the place that they need to be and to have the growth that they're going to need to get to that next level. And they will only be able to do it if you actually believe in the people who are dependent on you to believe in them. And so I had to think about next, what, what else is love? So if you read down through chapter 13, next in line is going to be perseveres. That love always perseveres. And I had to ask myself, am I quick to give up on people after they make one mistake? Or am I willing to teach them through it? And this and perseverance and patience go hand in hand. And if we learn one We have to learn the other to be an effective leader because a lot of time people won't get things the way that you get them. They don't catch on things the way that you catch them. And this was a big lesson for me is that a lot of times people need more time than you needed. And sometimes you actually need more time than you think you need. So you would want them to extend that same patience and perseverance to you as you would extend to them as well as an excellent leader. You will not you won't and i promise you you will not want to always be the smartest one as a leader it will not build you it will not grow you and it will not exercise your character muscles if you always have to be the one and you can never depend on your team or the people who are under you or the people who are pushing help pushing you to that next level so that you can guide them to theirs as well because Your team isn't just there for you, but you're there for them as well. So a team, the reason that a team is so important is because coming together as a leader and being able to grow into that next level is being able to look at the people that you're leading and saying that they have something to offer me just like I have something to offer them. And the only way I'm going to get better is by humbling myself as a leader and being able to go to my team and seeing how we can become stronger and become better as a whole. And the last thing I thought about, right, when I was reading through 1 Corinthians is that love never fails. And when I say never, I mean never. Because love is a choice. Love Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And I had to ask myself, do when when because I was I was looking at at different jobs and 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 how people react to them and the different things is going on. And in the industry I work I work in there, there is a high turnover rate. But I had to ask myself, is there a high turnover rate or a low turnover rate in the number of people who I work with or a number of people who I've led in the past or have any involvement in their growth or the the leadership skills being developed 
And if the number is high, then maybe it isn't the people failing. And I want you to think about that as well. Whatever, whoever you're leading, the people that are under you, if you're constantly having a high turnover rate, if you're constantly having people leave, people quit, people not want to deal with you or be in your industry, maybe, just maybe, the common denominator is not the people leaving, but it is you. Because if you have such a high number of people leaving constantly, then it is not the people failing, but maybe it is your leadership failing the people. And I just want you to, I just want you to understand that people will not remember us for what we accomplish, but they will remember us um, because of how we made them feel and what helped them to accomplish the things that they were going to accomplish. This this leadership style is guaranteed to see results. In in 1 Corinthians 13, specifically verse 8, it says love will not fail. Leadership by love is the most excellent way. Think about all the great leaders of our time. We look at Mother Teresa. We look at Dr. Martin Luther King. We look at um, Gandhi. We look at Jesus. They all led. They all led with love and their names we remember them for love out of all things we there be maybe a lot of things that we don't remember them by but love love has gotten them people there's people who who follow them to this day there's people who literally follow them to this day and they are all they have all passed away they have all moved on to the next life but their name still stays here. Their teaching still stays here. Their level of love that they committed to still stays on the earth. And it stays in the hearts and the minds of people who are attracted and have been brought out of places because of their leadership of love. And they're not even here anymore. So think about the greater opportunity that you have still being here, still being able to grow, still being able to love, still being able to be the light and be the consistency in your life in your life and in the lives of the people around you and in your circle of influence. So I want you to ask yourself. Who have you who have you encouraged lately? And are you more interested in who your staff like or or the people that you're leading? Are you more interested in who they are becoming or what they're doing? And I want you to get to a place where you don't see people from for where they're at and what they're doing, but see people for where they could be. And when you have that mindset, when you have that perception, that is leading forward to a brighter future and not just having sight, but having vision, then you'll be able to see the kings and queens that are inside of people. And you'll be able to bring it out and develop the skill set to bring out greatness in everybody that is around you. There's, there is so much there is so much that we are called to as leaders. And it is not it is not a light task to be just taken lightly. It is it is strenuous. It can be hectic. But it'll be inspirational and it'll be beneficial. And the growth that you will see in the people around you 
for applying this effective leadership will be phenomenal. Listen, a good teacher can inspire hope. They can ignite the imagination and instill a love of learning. There is only one happiness in life to love and to be loved. So love yourself. It is important to stay positive because beauty comes from the inside out. But I want you to infuse your life with action. Don't wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Make your own future. Make your own hope. Make your own love. And whatever your beliefs, honor your creator. Not by passively waiting for grace to come down from upon high, but by doing what you can to make grace happen. Yourself right now, right down here on earth. I love you guys. And I pray that you will take this sincerely and let this resonate in your heart and in your mind as you become the better version of yourself each and every day and become the new and bright leaders of this future. This is Trey Dismute. And I pray for each and every one of you guys. I'm so glad that you got a chance to listen. And I pray that I was able to teach you something and impart some wisdom inside of you. I know that it is not always easy being a leader. But it is always worth it to step up to the plate and take that golden opportunity that we're given each and every day. Thank you guys for listening. This will conclude this segment of House of J. Tune in next time, guys. I will post again for part three, and that will probably be the final segment on excellent leadership, guys. Please let me know what you thought. Send me some messages. Send me some texts. And let me know, man, what you learned from it, what you got from it, and what you think I can do to improve or make this better and 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 have some better exposure to the world and to you people. I love you and have a fantastic day. I'm out.